0: What on earth is that? It's a Journey Into Comics Network production! The following podcast, scheduled for one fall, is for the Journey Into Wrestling Podcast Tag Team Championship. J.I. Duck! J.I. Duck!
1: J.I. Miedo! Because the warhorse Horse, we
0: tell him, breathe, his last breath! I got the whole damn world in my hands! Your arms are just too short to box with
1: God! You just made the list! But the man is back! Daddy's home! Ricky ain't about just taking titles, I'm about taking this up to another level that you've never seen before! I'm a wildfire burning across the countryside, I am Napalm Death! Welcome to villain enterprise. No family. No company. No entity. Oh, no wrestling. We are blue. No more
0: questions about that, damn No. Stay out my life uh a few years ago was definitely and and I was in a pretty good place. I was pretty happy. And then things took a really drastic turn cuz you know, that's life. And um you know, I had hit rock bottom and I I lost my way and I didn't know what to do. Um and when you lost and you don't know what to do and you cry for help. Sometimes the, the, the right thing comes and saves you. And um, for me, that calling happened. For me, I was gifted an opportunity. For me, I was afforded this, this brilliant luck. For me, I joined Dark Order. What's up, WrestleManiacs? Welcome back to yet another episode of Journey into Wrestling. This is season five. Episode 17, and that's the last time you will hear me say the words episode f- or season f- anything. We are at episode 17. You'll hear more episodes. You'll never hear me say season on journey into wrestling again. So unless we're we maybe we might bring back a seat. I don't know who knows. But, anyways, today joining me is is someone who his he has his own testimonial. Maybe he'll share it. Who knows? But Welcome back to the fold, the one and only Alexander
1: Buckles. So, when off the air you told me you were going to start the show off by going off the rails. Let's you know, I had a couple theories in mind. The dark order thing didn't quite come to mind it wasn't the first thing I thought of I thought you were just going to start the show by screaming my hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> so I mean that's and if you didn't that was my plan too so I I just I still got that out there that's okay we're good. <laughs> honestly honestly that's funny. Things have gone on in wrestling for the last week you know there's headlines there's low lines there's headlight highlights there's low lights. But realistically, we could just sit here and replay the clip of Nia Jax screaming my hole for an hour straight. And we'd probably be not only topical, but we'd still be funnier than I normally am. And
0: the trilogy video. If you've seen the Bubba Ray.
1: Yeah. And then uh, um, it's Bubba. It's Bully Ray. It is. um, Oh, God. It's the minus five stars match. Charmel and. uh, Jenna Maraska. Is that right? I think so. The my vag.
0: Yeah, and then of course the now infamous now, uh also yes, censored, by the way, the, and not seen re- on YouTube.
1: The the return of the king, the return of the Jedi of my comments. <laughs> 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 it's the return of the Jedi of Assholes, yes. Um <laughs> that, that might be the episode I, title, bro. Uh, I don't know if you can top that.
0: It's a long go, boy, but I love it.
1: No, we've had a couple. We've had a couple. Anyways. um that's that's. I I don't know that we're gonna come up with a bigger headline than that. That's that's the highlight of the week. That is the highlight of the wrestling world. Well, it, it went fucking viral. Well, hold
0: on. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna spin this brown upside down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna have more words we're gonna have words on that segment because i have a lot we need to talk about that for one it's gonna happen by all means go ahead
0: well i do want to talk about the segment because obviously we're talking about nia Jax is in some match with lana i don't really know what's going on you'll maybe fill us in a little bit deeper but but long story short she goes for the the outside the apron leg drop and bot- botches misses completely uh, and, it wasn't
1: a botch. That was a, that was a planned miss. It was the well,
0: finish of the match. I I did the quotes for botch because I was saying it was supposed to look like a, a, a missed opportunity that just right. did, that came right. up short. And <clears throat> first she said, "Ah," and then she said, "My butt," and then
1: my hole. Uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I, okay. Uh, let's just go ahead and go with let's just get this this clip out of the way let's get this out of the way so we can get on to the rest of the show there's more going on with this than the two words unfortunately and there's some deeper thinking involved in this actually because taking it at face value it's funny but taking it at face value um you have a match that didn't get promoted at all um basically this was a tables match between naya and lana paying off an angle that they've been playing for what four or five months now. Yeah. A lot of going through a table uh, angle. And not only did they pay it off, but they paid it off without any promoting it on raw. It was just, Oh yeah. Hey, we're going to bury this, this episode or this, uh, this, this match in the third hour of the show. And no one's paying attention and no one gives a shit.
0: Man, it's so, and, weird.
1: Uh, and we're not going to announce, we're not going to hype it up. We're just going to hey throw it out there. It's going to be literally a five minute match of, Lana getting ragdolled because that's her lot in life at this point. Well, yeah. And then we have the spot, which is Nia doing the, the leg drop and missing and and whatever, which then leads into her getting shoved gingerly into a table by Lana winning or with Lana winning and then continuing the angle by having Shayna and uh, Lana's new friend, the new tag team partner, Naomi, who's apparently being punished by God by being involved in this angle. um for sure now she's involved in a match and lana gets beat up again so it really ended up with no result whatsoever but so you have the booking is is questionable with the match itself uh in that if you're gonna pay it off why not pay it off if you're gonna pay it off why did you have her eliminate naya at the rumble why did you have her as the sole survivor at survivor why continue to continue to drag the feud on if every time you, you supposedly pay it off, you just continue it going. Um, and then there's this weird thing with, that I, a comment that's kind of been rattling around in my brain about Naya um, in that she oversold that spot, even before screaming my hole. <clears throat> she oversold the leg drop itself so, so badly. Like, comically so. Like, Dolph Ziggler on steroids, you know, oversell it. And Naya is, whether it's, it's by design or by some kind of a character defect of the person cannot carry a match. She's not going to be the ring general. That's going to be, she's not winning any over anybody over the ring work. She's not really winning anybody over with her character work, but she continues to draw eyes and draw attention by doing outlandish and dumb shit, whether that's punching Becky in the face, whether that's mm-hmm. legit KOing uh, Kyrie Sane, uh, Kyrie Sane, yep. or in this case, completely derailing a my whole by overselling and screaming. Like, are we? Is she acknowledging that she can't do this without pulling a stupid headline? Is she, you know, chasing attention? What, do you want me to tell you what I think it is? Well, there's also a theory that somebody bet her backstage and she wouldn't say my hole and it somehow made it onto the camera. But she was too close to the microphone. <laughs> there's that theory as well, which might, might honestly be legit. Like, I'll bet you five bucks she won't scream my hole.
0: Oh, but that multiplied by all the talent backstage. I'd take that bet. Uh, well, and then I just well, I mean, do it, yeah.
1: Geez, it went viral as all hell, so she's going to get attention off of it one way or the other. I, want, I,
0: I will say, now the Kyrie Sane thing is not included in this, but the other two things, the most recent, my whole yelling, and then the you know uh, the Becky thing, which was like an accidental type thing-ish, but this is my thought. What if Nia is one of the few people in the the wwe right now that regardless of her ring talent is doing the thing vince needs talent to do by being fearless taking weird risks doing stuff that people aren't gonna give her the approval backstage for because you know there's no way she ran that by people backstage there's no way she said hey i'm gonna go yell that well it was
1: if there's one person that you that she ran it by that would have liked it it would have been vince
0: well, you're right. It probably would have been, but she didn't have a chance to run by him, I'm guessing, and and you know, you know, who knows. Well, but the the deal is pretty simple, okay? We are talking about Nia Jax still. She is relevant still no, and I, finds
1: I gather that entirely. Yeah. Oh,
0: oh, and she's finding a way to maintain a quality of relevance cuz I'm not going to lie, bro. That was some funny shit. Like that was like one of the funniest.
1: Well, it's it's funny on its own right, but it's also funny because it's the most memorable thing of Raw. <laughs> it was the only, it was the, I couldn't, <sighs> this is what, three days removed? I would have to go back and look at a summary to tell you what happened on Raw, aside from Nia screaming my hole.
0: And this is on the other side of a Royal Rumble that was decent, and we're supposedly building to Mania
1: at some point. Well, we're getting an Elimination Chamber in less than two weeks now. Oh boy! Wow. With, I just, with, um, and they've they've also completely punted on building for that as well.
0: Well, hold, before we get into that though, I because I do want to kind of I'm gonna I told you I was gonna turn that brown upside down and make this a negative a positive, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Tell me you've heard or seen or know anything, and obviously I'm gonna fill the audience in so they don't know you're gonna hear it twice. But you've heard Bully Ray's comments on Lana.
1: No, I haven't awesome.
0: I'm going to share this with you right now. I'm going to read the entire quote. I'm not going to read a partial quote. This is the whole part of the thing him talking about Lana. I think it's very poignant. He says the number one word that comes to mind when I see Lana these days on television ever since the first day that she went through that table is professional. She is a complete pro. I see that woman trying as hard as she can every single time she goes out there. Lana's not Charlotte she's not Sasha, she's clearly not Bailey, and she's not yada yada. We get it. But I'll be damned if that girl doesn't go out there and give it her all and try her hardest. I know she goes uh, down and she rolls around with Natty and TJ at Natty and TJ's place down there, obviously talking about training. Um, She tries to get that extra work in as we've talked about before. If you have an opportunity to get in a ring and you keep your chops up, you keep your timing down, you're going to be rolling and you're bumping. You should be doing that. And this is the the part of the the leading into the best part. He says, you know, she invests her time in her profession. She goes out there. She's never boo-boo faced about anything. She's literally taking power bombs from Mm Nia Jax and still getting up. She's selling. She's registering. Her facials are great. Bravo, Lana. You did this the
1: right way. So... (laughs) <laughs> if you're if you're trying to convince me that a WWE talent is doing their job and doing their ring work and doing everything that's asked of them well and it's just the fucking booking that's making them look terrible, that's not something you're gonna have to convince me of.
0: Well, that wasn't real I mean, obviously, you know that's not the because angle that, I was well, playing, I mean, but
1: No, but that's that's the that's the thing with Lana, is that what Bully's saying is absolutely right. Like she does the work. She clearly put the effort in. She's not half assing it in the ring. She's not unsafe, unlike Naya. She's not just mailing it in like a Goldberg. She's not, you know, she's actually trying. She's doing what she's making chicken shit or chicken salad out of chicken shit. And that's great. That's perfect. That's wonderful for her. The reason that people don't seem to like her is because the character that she's given, not that she's acting out, but the character that she's being written into terrible
0: oh yeah especially when you are coming off the heels of the
1: lashley storyline that they had her in well they never gave reason for her to be a face they just oh yeah she's a face now so we're gonna have her get beat up just poor it doesn't help that she's still married to miro and the public perception is that she's getting put to the tables not because of storyline or angle but because vince just thinks it's funny to take off miro so, I mean, it, Lana, yes, she's making the best of a bad situation. Yes, absolutely. Bet, yes. Um, which is all raw is a bad situation. <laughs> um, let me I know we're, we're trying to get to the happy stuff and I'm going to get to the happy stuff here shortly. Don't worry, we're going to get to the positives here. It's just we got to get through raw to get to the positives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so we theorize and usually when you have a rumble. You have one person that comes out of winning the Rumble. They challenge either the Raw or SmackDown champion. We have to find a number one contender for the other title. That's usually where Elim- Elimination Chamber comes in. That's yeah. what we've kind of come to expect. Yeah, You have an Elimination Chamber match to find your number one contender, right? Yeah. Not if you're WWE in 2021.
0: What are they doing?
1: They are making Drew defend the title uh, in Elimination Chamber against other former championship holders.
0: Oh, he's definitely losing. That's 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 their. I don't know.
1: I don't. I don't think so. But well,
0: okay. Who challenged Drew?
1: Uh, Orton, Miz, Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, AJ Styles. I think that's everybody.
0: Okay, who did Edge challenge? Reigns. No one. He hasn't challenged yet. It's gonna be Reigns. Nope. Here's my theory. Follow along. Okay, Reigns, definitely a popular thought, right? Because I think they started building that storyline this week. But if you're not committed to Reigns yet and you have this elimination in two weeks, Elimination Chamber in two weeks, two weeks, okay? Two Mm -hmm. weeks. You've already had Drew lose the title once. It doesn't make a damn bit of difference because what do we know? It's in the COVID times, right? So the pop doesn't matter. Let me get back to it. Check this out. The thing that I'm thinking is this. You have a lot of quality names there. But there is two really interesting stories. If AJ wins, AJ versus Edge, bro, it's over. It's one of the – dude, it's a dream match. Done. Done. Stamp it. It is. Alternately, okay, and I'm going to go completely full, 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 full circle. Self-fulfilling prophecy. What happens? Orton wins. And Edge and Orton have their final banger for the title? Like, yeah, it's, oh, the old-timers going at it again, but they are not in a position where they're trying to be part-timers about it. This is not Brock and Goldberg getting their rocks off for the Universal title. This is two dudes who work quality matches, and every time they get in the ring, they put shit together, man. So So that's my eyesight. Or you do the dark horse and you make it Miz... Because Miz just makes a great villain.
1: So a couple things. You're a, you, you didn't watch Raw. So you can't know what you don't know. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Right there. Um, you and, got uh, me
0: there, bro. I can't know what I
1: don't know. And uh, they're, they're going to have, they're not going to have edge or Orton challenge edge. They're not going to have edge and Orton because they've already had them fighting in half the year that that match is done no what the only the only thing that people want to see less than edge and orton is orton and drew right now which they just did last week again um what i say you don't know what you can't or can't know what you don't know is because they're gonna it's gonna be sheamus sheamus is not gonna win but that's who drew's mania feud is
0: because of the whole they're from the same place background friends. no
1: because they've been playing off this angle for the last like six weeks six seven weeks that drew and seamus have been longtime friends and longtime friends and and then all of a sudden last week when uh edge showed up after winning the rumble seamus turned on drew for reasons known but to god uh drew comes around after that last week and says all right seamus you're willing to throw away a 20-year friendship for the title you've got your match so, gives Seamus the title match. When they announced everybody for this uh, Elimination Chamber match, Seamus uh, gets in Adam Pierce's face. They brought Shane back to announce the match for some reason, which I don't understand. Literally, oh, all oh, match. Oh, dude, they, dude. On, hold on, hold raw, on, on. raw, raw underground reboot. Hold on. God, shoot me if that happens. Um, no, uh, they had Shane, uh, or Shane, Seamus confront adam pierce and say hey why are you screwing me i had a title match drew is going to give me a title match now why am i having to compete with five other people for a title match and uh pierce is like well we're going to give you your title match don't worry don't worry we're going to get that title match for you eventually just not now so what you're going to get and orton by the way orton's going to be having a firefly funhouse at Match at mania because the angle with bray's not done yet okay so what you're going to have is You'll have a couple eliminations throughout the Rumble or throughout the Elimination Chamber match because you know Jeff Hardy's not going to win it. You know that uh, Miz is not going to win it because he's still got the money in the bank contract. So he's not a threat to actually legitimately win the title while he's holding that. That leaves you with Sheamus, AJ, Drew, and Orton. You're going to have some sort of fuckery from Bray Wyatt to screw Orton out of the match. That's going to set up their Mania match. That just leaves AJ and Sheamus to fight Drew. There's a Sheamus storyline already in place. That's what's going to be their Mania match. Okay. Should it be? Should it be? Probably not, but that's what they're going to do. Okay. Same thing. And they're going to have Edge challenge Reigns because that's really the more marquee match that they can. That's your headliner for Mania. Is the best heel in the business right now versus Edge, who's got a legion of fans, even though I don't like the idea of them having the match because I don't think there's a good outcome for it.
0: It doesn't help anybody and hurts everyone except for Edge, <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> who's probably going to lose the match. Yeah. So uh, it's, I'm really, it's, it's, it sucks to say this because we're less than two weeks into WrestleMania season. But I could give a shit less about WrestleMania this year because they don't have, they're not putting anything together that sounds even remotely interesting.
0: They, they're uh, they're definitely not drawing eyes to the product with the marquee right now. Thing is, can I say something? It would be totally WWE of them because you know what worked really well for them last year was having to be on the fly and change shit. And we talked about that on episodes previous mm-hmm. last season about how not every situation but in some of those situations where they were having to move things around and change and adjust and decide to make money in the bank happen within the t- Titan tower or whatever like right okay so like all those decisions you know maybe they're going to do something where they book these preliminary matches to see how people feel and then they can totally card subject to change it you know
1: well they want to make mania as big as possible because they're actually going to have fans at the show I mean, that's they want to make. They're trying to make up for last year. That's the idea.
0: But they're putting a pretty shite card
1: together. Considering what do they have? I mean, dude, they have a
0: ton of talent. You could put all kinds of matches together. They have a No,
1: no, no. That's just it. This is here's the difference between WWE and AEW. AEW can put dream matches on the card together, just for the sake of having good matches and people buy it. WWE won't do that because they have to have some they have to feel like they've got some sort of storyline justification, even though they can't write stories. This isn't New Japan where you can throw a dream match together and just have it as a one off match at a pay-per-view because it's a great fucking match. It needs to be that way too. Why you think AEW is more enjoyable? Why do you think New Japan's more enjoyable? Again, they want to write stories, and apparently they, they want to write stories, and they have great characters, but they have shit writers. Simple as that. I just, I just laid out exactly what I expect, and, and I can even go a step further and tell you after just how Elimination Chamber is going to go to lead into Drew's feud. I don't think there's any chance in hell of Seamus beating Drew because they want to give Drew a chance to win the big match with fans present. Okay, doesn't that mean she...
0: though he's gotta lose no. to win? No. Well, how do you win the big one when you're already the
1: winner? You know what I'm it's saying? Title, it's a big title defense. Yeah, but it it's, doesn't it's, it's there's do you see any chance in hell than putting the belt on Sheamus? He's
0: been champion before.
1: Yes, he has. Great. I really am excited to revisit the League of Nations. No, I'm
0: not trying to make you revisit that. What I'm saying is is that WWE takes uncalculated risks that we as fans can't predict or prepare for. We got a gender Mahal title run, bro. We I did. mean, I'm just saying that you cannot I... know. like, You know, you said it best, and that's might be this week's episode title. You don't know what you don't know because we don't know the mind behind the scenes that's trying to figure out how to get people... WWE knows, man, they have to know they're slipping. They're trying to figure out how to get their footing, and as of right now, they just keep making it worse. And a lot of that Uh, comes with Vince scrapping whole shows, day of the show.
1: I've said this before, and I'll continue to stand by it. They know they're slipping. I don't know how much they care.
0: Well, they have to care at some point. They have to care about their product, or they will drive people to the point where no one will watch it, and those investments will not be worth it, and they won't have a product to show. Because what is what's going to happen if Fox says, you know what, we have this contract with you and we're not going to air Raw or SmackDown anymore, we're over it. USA says, you know, we're done. You're you're too You're bad. We don't even draw, you know, .5 from you anymore.
1: The thing is that USA still the USA draws more from Raw than they do from any of their programming. Even I understand that, niche. but I'm
0: saying it could drop, and then what?
1: It could drop, but I don't I don't think it's a chance of well. Vince can just go get more money from Saudi Arabia. Um, oh, yeah. The, the thing is that there's there's a guaranteed market for WWE because there are WWE fanboys that will not turn it off no matter how bad it gets. There's idiots like me who will continue to watch it even if it's shit because I enjoy watching wrestling. Oh, yeah. Um, there's also WWE lifers who that's the promised land. That's the big thing. NXT is still profitable for him as well.
0: Oh, Yeah. Is,
1: they can also treat it like an NFL player where they give a shit their last year there. Oh yeah.
0: Um, I was just doing random Otis's At you just, no, me. I know. I
1: know you've got macho man, Randy Otis there. I know. <laughs> 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 um, I'm just giving you episode title after episode. title. Oh right, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so. Honestly, macho man, random, Randy, <laughs> you know, Macho Man Randy Otis. No, I what I Text want to see. This to is me. a comp- complete aside here. I want to see a conversation between Dan Housen and Otis. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Very oh, nice. Yes. Very nice. Tick. Tick! God. Um I'm so happy that Dan Housen's on Ring of Honor now as well. That just makes me happy. That's great um, news. I, in terms of Raw, like I, I WWE is just so damn hard to care about. It, it's so bad, which um, sucks
0: because we're in WrestleMania season. This when we're typically getting super jazzed on their product, and we're like, "Oh, look, they're putting good matches together." As of thing, right okay, now, they have nothing the, I
1: care about. Here is the thing: is that they have all the talent in the world and all the interesting people you want to see, and they're using none of them. Do I really need? I, I love AJ Styles. There's no one left that AJ hasn't feuded with that I'm interested in watching him feud with. That's on Raw at least. He's on Raw now, so I think
0: Edge is the name.
1: Edge is the name, but Edge is going to be tied up with with. Uh, you already know with Reigns.
0: I think another. I think we got dream matches that with. Listen, I think Edge for, presented a very interesting opportunity, and while sure Reigns is right now your top guy, and it's cool to have the rub where. Your you know, your legend comes back and challenges the dog, the big dog, or whatever. It only hurts that legend to have him lose when you know realistically you can't take the heat off Roman by having him lose. So my question is this. Why are we not getting, like,
1: Edge versus Daniel Bryan? I, I was the one arguing that we should have had Daniel Bryan winning the Rumble and facing Reigns. That would free Edge up to do whatever needed to be done. But we didn't. Um, I, I don't know what, I mean, you're probably going to get big, uh, just spitballing all the titles here. You're going to get Lashley and Matt Riddle for the title for the U uh, S title. You're getting a triple threat uh, at elimination chamber, but I don't think that's going to be the blow off of the feud. Uh, Riddle's got his ass kicked by Lashley every time they have been in the ring together. So I'm guessing that's where he gets it over. Um, Tag team titles, I don't know, because you only have like three tag teams anyway. So I don't know or care. Silly. Um, Yeah, it's dumb. Um, The women's titles, uh, Bianca logically sh- is probably going to go after uh, Sasha. I love that. I, I do too. I just don't know who's going to play the heel because neither one of them is a heel right now.
0: Sasha, uh, because she naturally makes a better heel.
1: She does, but Clearly. there's no point... She does, but it's, it's, they just turned her face. It doesn't
0: matter to WWE. You think logic of heel, Uh, okay, okay.
1: Right now, we're trying to figure out the best way to do this here. This is ideal. This isn't, uh, this isn't just what we're thinking they're going to do. This is, okay, ideal. So you have two champions for Bianca to challenge. Either one of them is going to be a good match because it's either Asuka or Sasha.
0: If it's Asuka, though, you have. A currently, really, really dominant Asuka. That they're do you? Well, yeah, do from really? well, I mean, the last three times I've watched anything WWE related, she's been kicking ass and taking
1: names. So, um, I hate to tell you this, but yeah, she still takes it, kicks ass, and takes names when she's the star of her own feud, which hasn't been happening in the last like eight months. Ooh. She's played second fiddle to Sasha, she or to Charlotte, she's played second fiddle to uh, to uh, Alexa Bliss. She doesn't, she, no one's challenged her for the title other than uh, Bliss in a gimmicked match for the last like three months because there's no one to challenge her and because they're focusing on other feuds.
0: Dang, that's crazy.
1: Raw's women's division right now is uh, quite literally the tag teams, which I guess it's uh, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose or. Um, uh, Lana and Naomi Dealing with Nia and Basler. Yeah So none of them are involved with the main title Bliss is involved with Orton So not involved in the main title You still have Charlotte on the, on the roster But she's too busy with a really, really terrible feud with Lacey Evans Which is probably a Mania match Daddy Stealer Yeah, which is probably her Mania match so that leaves what for Asuka?
0: Hmm.
1: She may not have a match at Mania because there may not be anybody to fucking challenge her.
0: Ruby Riot on SmackDown. Um, Naomi.
1: She's with Lana, probably getting tag title shot.
0: Okay. Uh. Bailey is doing what on SmackDown? Okay. You got Lacey and Charlotte Rhea
1: supposedly called up to the main roster, but hasn't shown up since the rumble. So we don't know.
0: Okay. Could be an interesting, like surprise thing. That's why they're keeping her off TV is to make it a surprise when she full debuts. Cause that'd be hot, dude. That's that's entirely have possible. her come that's, out and just straight an up, option. go right to the top to Oscar. That'd be, that's, that's an a, option. Yeah. And they'd that's put a on a
1: option. banger of a match. That's a legitimate option, but they need to get her on TV.
0: Ember Moon. On NXT. Uh huh. Um, Baszler. Tag Team Champion. That's right. Her and Nia. <laughs> the champion of my hole. <laughs> my whole champion. <laughs> um, You've heard of My Pillow, only, now My only, Hole.
1: The, she did get a she did get a I think it was uh oh uh Nikki Mickey James sent her a, a picture of a donut, pregnancy donut. Um the only other the only other two women on Raw that I can think of that aren't involved in a feud right now are Nikki Cross. I was just gonna say her. She's um Vince does not give two shits about Nikki Cross. Um same can be said for Peyton Royce. Um Mandy Rose and uh, Dana, if they're not going to feud for the tag titles, I guess that's an option. But again, none of them have been built up to any sort of standing that they can get a Mania match. Yeah, no, it's not. They're um, not doing very good. No, the, it's and the sad thing is, okay, uh, let's let's extrapolate that. Let's look at the rest of the other titles: Intercontinental, Big E. Great. That's a that's a legitimate thing. Who's he going to have a Christian
0: at WrestleMania? That's
1: the, that's the hope. We don't it know be... if he's cleared. Or no. I'm hoping so. We don't know if he's clear or not. We don't know how legitimate if he's done or not. We don't know.
0: What do you mean? Sure. Do you think that after the rumble, he could be out because he's injured again?
1: No, we just, he's been kind of playing at coy as to whether or not that was the last match or not. No,
0: because he's definitely going yeah, up I'm, against Biggie. I'm,
1: I'm not disagreeing with any of that. I'm just going by what's been officially confirmed. I feel you. So we don't, we officially don't know if he's back or not.
0: I feel you. Um, U S title. Hurt no, locker. We went,
1: that's Lashley, yeah. Yep. yep, Lashley, and I'm I'm guessing Riddle, probably Riddle and Keith Lee of some sort. Okay, they're already they're doing a triple threat at at uh, Elimination Chamber, but I kind of see that ending in fuckery and push um, to mania, possibly as a final feud match. Maybe. Um, I can see Biggie if he doesn't have Christian, that's where you could see a Daniel Bryan or a Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's already been part of it, so they've already kind of overdone that. Um, nakamura maybe uh cesaro is getting built up cesaro beat daniel bryan clean last week which is kind of cool dang um yeah they've kind of mini pushed cesaro which is coming on the heels of him re-signing which is interesting
0: the swiss superman returns
1: i would love to see it because he is very deserving of it um but in terms of main event picture in on smackdown you have reigns you have owens which is great but it's been done to death at this point yep brian would be a great foil for reigns but for some reason they're not pulling the trigger on it uh and that's really kind of it Nakamura's has not been built up enough fair they, i don't think it, i don't think you go with the Uso challenging him until you're going to take the belt off of reigns
0: yeah and give reigns time off
1: yeah. no um they've mentioned Goldberg, but I think that's done. I don't think that's a chance. I think that's Goldberg keeping something alive just because he feels like keeping something alive. Um, and that's kind of it. Corbin. No Ray Mysterio. No matter of fact, you're probably going to get a Corbin versus Ray Mysterio matchup mania of some sort. Yeah. Got to remember. Got to remember. They're also breaking Mania up into two days again.
0: More matches are going to be announced.
1: So they got to fill two cards. Um, but again, none of these sound interesting. Meanwhile, you've got Aleister Black, Ricochet, Andrade, um, Buddy Murphy, all in catering. Awful. There. Yeah, Andrade wasn't even in the Rumble. Strowman's out for probably a, a solid little while yet, actually. Why? His elimination? uh no uh that was actually just a news story that was broken tonight he is dealing with some kind of a blood infection um apparently he picked it up after the rumble somewhere somehow some kind of bacterial blood infection he said he's dropped 15 he dropped 15 pounds in five days whoa bro Um, he is all over the place he says i'm he's they've got it out of his system he's going to be coming back but god only knows how long that's going to take
0: geez that's crazy so,
1: yeah um actually i'll pull up the exact quote from him because it kind of surprised me because it came out of nowhere tonight um <laughs> let's see if i pulled up here it was on cage side a minute ago um let's see. oh hey here's some here's a new update for you hot breaking news Mia Yim and keith lee are engaged oh congrats to those two uh, yeah, they just, uh, one of the headlines on cage side, just says, she said yes in the picture of a ring. Uh, AM, so I'm guessing that's the case. She got um, engaged
0: in COVID in the same week?
1: A couple weeks removed, probably. Oh. Uh, so here's the comment from uh, Stroman on, from his Instagram, quote unquote, I really got sick, of, I got really sick over the weekend. I got an infection that got into my blood system blood system um had to get uh, put on antibiotics for that it was awful i've dropped like 15 pounds in five days couldn't eat and stuff like that but it looks like i've gained 50 pounds of water weight all my joints and everything are all swollen and inflamed but the antibodies are, or antibiotics are working i'm feeling better i'll be back to seeing you guys very soon so uh big bronze got big infection so decent chance you're not you're not going to see him for chamber for one uh maybe you see him for mania, but you have to get him back in time to build something.
0: Man, he's gonna um, miss another mania.
1: <clears> he <throat> was a mania last year.
0: Yeah, but dude, since he's been on the main roster, he's missed like three out of his six.
1: Yeah. Big guys have big big health issues sometimes, man. That's true. Um But no, I mean he's won, he's actually had a decent record at WrestleMania. He won the tag titles with a kid and then he uh he beat Goldberg last year. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, we just kind of write that out of our brains. Because remember, that was supposed to be Reigns and Goldberg again. That was supposed to be last year too. So honestly, no, no, no. if it wasn't for the Drew McIntyre thing recently, I would have said that that might be what they were leaning towards for Mania. I don't think that's the case though. Um, either way, like, I'm sure by the time Mania comes around, they'll find a way to get as interested in things. They always seem to. It's the only time they seem to put any effort into it. But on paper, based on what we have right now, what they seem to be going after, none of it looks all that entertaining. I'm honestly more interested in Revolution, and Revolution only has like two matches confirmed.
0: Yeah, but Revolution, um, building to that, there's a lot of stuff that could be happening.
1: It could be. Um, really quick to stay with NXT, uh, or to stay with the WWE, NXT is uh, finishing up the Dusty Classic. We have two finals teams announced nice uh we have um ember moon and uh shotzi blackheart versus uh raquel gonzalez and dakota kai is your women's final all right uh which is for a for a women's tag team title shot at some point that's only been on NXT like twice okay um then you also have on the men's side uh msk Which is the new era Rascals versus uh, uh, Grizzled Young Veterans? Is your other final? Okay, should be a great match. Um, We have Takeover coming up this weekend, which is uh, Balor versus Dunn, Io Shirai and uh, Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm for the women's title. Uh, Both the finals of the uh, Dusty Classics. Um, and then Kushida and Johnny Gargano for the North American title. Nice. All good stuff. All yes. good stuff. Um, NXT was a lot of fun. Johnny Gargano is maybe the perfect shithead, cowardly heel. Of course he um, is. He's fantastic at it. Um, but that's kind of wrapping it up for NXT. Um going into AEW and we're, we're kind of making this a little bit of a shorty boy episode. So I'm kind of jamming right through to AEW. Sure. That's fine. Uh, Um, you said you did not get to watch AEW, correct? Or dynamite last night. Correct. Okay. So I'm, are we cool with spoiling? Uh, hold on. let
0: hold I need to check with the higher ups. Hey, Oh, Hey, I'm the hot. Yes. Of course. (laughs) It's fine.
1: So, um, couple big news stories out of last night. The biggest, probably, news story-wise is that uh, Sammy's out of the inner circle.
0: I love he that.
1: Quit. He quit.
0: I love that so much.
1: Um, basically, uh, I'm trying to remember the exact confrontation. Uh, he got into it backstage with MJF, because that's what MJF does, and uh, MJF tried to, to audio record on his phone Sammy, like, Confessing that he hated Chris Jericho or something, tried to like manipulate him into saying something. Yeah, of course. Sammy grabbed his. Sammy broke his phone, punched him in the stomach, like Kayfabe broke a rib or something, and then just walked off. Um, and then after uh, Jericho and MJF had a match with the Acclaimed, which was a decent match, um, with MJF selling his ribs the entire time. Um, nice. Sammy comes out and says. I'm done, I'm out I told you I told you then One more time Of of MJF Pulling something I'm done And I'm done And he just turned around And walked off He even walked off the show He said I need some time To figure shit out Nice Uh, We had Darby Allen Getting drugged behind a car In a body bag Because he's Darby Allen And that's what he does Uh, That was Team Taz Pre-tape or live during the show? Live Well Backstage So probably pre-taped got gotcha. sting sting came out to say his piece about the street fight coming up cut to the back where they have darby in a body bag and cage and company are going to drag him off and sting goes in hot pursuit briskly old man walking to the back <laughs> um cody had a match where lee jo- uh with lee johnson the one of the new nightmare family man mem- nightmare family members because the nightmare family keeps growing and growing and growing
0: yeah it does
1: um but uh, Cody may have slightly torn a rotator cuff in the match. There's a rumor on that. Ooh. Which just, you know, maybe that Shaq match just doesn't need to happen.
0: Universe keeps trying to put it off, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I know. That really, I think we're just, just let it go. Um, trying to think otherwise, story-wise. Um, the Women's Championship Eliminator women's championship eliminator started officially uh we're going to have a women's bracket on the uh you on dynamite and then on youtube the japanese women's bracket uh, now let's talk about
0: the japanese women's bracket really quick because there was some interesting twitter talk and rumblings tell me you know what i'm talking about
1: i i maki ito i believe is your yes name. maki ito. I, Uh, I know of a couple of things. One is that she announced that she was on the match by just going, hello, fuckers, (laughs) with Cody. Like, literally, hello, motherfuckers. And Cody's like, I want her to win now, (laughs) which I'm I'm in agreement with. I know nothing about her, but I like her already. Uh,
0: I watched a bunch of highlights from her. You should definitely go check her out.
1: Well, um, she also managed to piss off Cornette, which I love. Well,
0: she didn't actually initially. What initially happened was Cornette was commenting on how oh great fanboy Tony Khan has got this J- Japanese doll wrestler with this gimmick, and mm. the you know the Yawn Pyre strikes back.
1: Um, it's it's ten thirty. It is. Now. We man, I, we I'm we both. Old, I'm an old bastard. All right.
0: We we both been rolling all day, so we're we're that's why we're making it a short boy because we're old, damn it. But listen. So she was on there, and he commented about how essentially, you know, be careful, Ito, because he's going to make you the deity of shit next. And
1: she had made made some comment: "I am the deity of something in piss." Was this weird? Yeah. So he commented back with, "Yeah, he's going to turn you into the deity of shit." And she tweets out a picture of herself doused in what appears to be chocolate syrup. It's chocolate pudding herself. A chocolate pudding calling herself hey i'm the deity of shit now
0: <laughs> well and the funny thing is that was from a promotion uh event from 2018 so it's something that from time past so it's not even recent you know oh, but know. she's just like oh i'll buy into this and i'm gonna just go I've even abs- harder I,
1: I love it i and love she, it anything she, that trolls cornet i'm good on
0: she has become the master of the middle finger and austin has nothing on her I know,
1: like I said, I know nothing about her whatsoever. When, when we I, get out of here, her go again. do
0: your research,
1: I'll, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll have to look into her. Next but, week, uh,
0: Buckles is going to come back. Someone to watch. <laughs> Maki Ito, you, you you told me, Nate.
1: Um, real quick, just jumping in. Uh, well, I guess I'll save it till after Dynamite. But um, the other... Kind of headline Trying to think Going back and forth The rest of Oh uh The Hangman uh, Adam Page saga Had another little wrinkle to it Oh uh Where You remember Matt Hardy was trying to Recruit him a little bit
0: Yeah To the party after, Hardy party
1: mm-hmm, After Dark Order he Tried to recruit him And he wouldn't He kind of left them at the altar
0: And after he left The um, team of the elite
1: So Matt comes up to him And says Hey I want to take you out for drinks I've rented out the bar Just you and me Let's go get drunk no strings attached, nothing. Cut to the bar later, and Hangman's into his cups a bit, as you would expect old drunk man to be. And Hardy, who is very much playing a heel character at this point, that Carney Devil's one, Advocate, bro. Ass, he's doing his best, Heyman, yes, but uh, he's really playing up the Carney aspect to it. Um, he says something about, "Man, I really, I see millions of dollars in you, man. I see all this money in you." we can make you a main eventer. I need you to sign a contract with me. So he gives hangman this contract and hangman's, you know, all over the place. He's drunk. And Matt goes, uh, gives him the contract and hangman's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Give me a pen. He gets a pen and Matt takes his eyes off him and goes over and looks at the camera. Cameraman, I just got you here. Cause I want you to be a witness to this. And while he's talking to the cameraman back behind him, hangman takes in his coat pocket just you just just toss the contract and pulls a second contract out of his pocket signs it and says now matt i need you to sign this too (laughs) oh we're good and we're when they and they left it at that so he pulled the old switcheroo fast one on him but that's all we know so far i have a theory
0: oh tell me the theory
1: i have a theory that by that contract next week or once he figures out what the contract says big money. Matt Hardy is going to be wearing the same sweatshirt that you are. <laughs> I think that was the contract to sign the, to join the dark order. <laughs> oh, dude, that's brilliant. That I, I is so good. I don't know if that's where they're going, but it would make my fucking day. That's, I love it. That's a um, bait and switch. But yeah, he, had, he did bait and switch the contract regardless. So it may not be a dark order thing. My heart wants it to be, but we'll see. Um,
0: but I'm that but that would then make him the best recruiter for Dark Order better than the recruit masters Johnny Hungy and Mr. Reynolds
1: it would be funny to watch Johnny Hungy battle for the soul of the Dark Order with Matt Hardy
0: timeout can we just acknowledge really quick the depressing sadness that is the loss of Johnny Hungy's BTE belt
1: he'll get it back he
0: lost he'll it in a field goal kicking competition to Sammy Sa- Sammy it. didn't even Sam- know how to
1: kick a gun. It was but, awful. But I, I haven't watched BT in the last couple of weeks, but I think they already have a number one contender for it.
0: I haven't watched this I week, so I need to I watch.
1: But... I'm not sure. I, I feel like I heard that. Um, trying to think otherwise. They did have a little bit more of the um, – there's a funny oh, – excuse me. Um funny little segment on a golf course where Kenny was playing golf and, uh, got interviewed by Alex Marvez who randomly happened to be on the golf course as well. Uh, Kenny hits a shot and then goes to do his interview and you can see callous in the background, putting it in the hole for him. <laughs> so it was, it was dumb, but the highlight of the night, other than Sammy quitting is the final match of the night, which is, uh, Mox and, uh, the murder hunt monster who is now a face. Apparently. Or at least a face-leaning tweener, which is probably the right spot for him. Yeah, uh, versus <clears throat> versus Kenny and versus Kenta. And this is Kenta's the first New Japan member, like active New Japan roster member. <sighs> they mentioned the the Forbidden Door like twenty times. During oh this yeah, it I got kicked to open, bro. Like, um, there's rumors going around that uh, because Tomatonga and Loa. Well no, there was another there's another person as well. Like the girls of Destiny and then someone else, I cannot remember who now, uh, has an, uh, a US residence, that may be something they're they're hinting towards. So don't know that for sure. Osprey? No, Osprey lives in Japan full time, I believe.
0: Zach Saber Jr.
1: No. I can't remember off the top of my head. Okay, I'm just throwing names at the wall. No, you're good. but they've the match ended up being great. Uh it was a false count anywhere, no DQ, and they literally did go everywhere. They ended up in the stage. Um, Jericho got or not Jericho. Uh, Kenny got choke slammed onto pretty Pete, pretty Pete Avalon's uh, heart-shaped bed outside. Um, they ended up in the kitchen, the Daily's Place kitchen, where potatoes became weapons.
0: Oh, my God. Yes. Potatoes as a weapon?
1: yes moxley hit a loaded punch with a potato in his hand
0: a loaded uh, potato
1: punch that is and you can tell he enjoyed it um but the uh there was also a, a t spot i think it was i can't remember if it was moxley or or um, archer was gonna powerbomb uh kenta through the announce table which to date has not happened on AEW yet um but Kenta gets out of his grasp and then just runs to the side of the stage and double stomps Moxley off the side of the stage. It's a nice little setup spot. Awesome. Um, but uh, we end the match with, some, with a run in from the good brothers. It took four people to beat down Archer enough. Um, Moxley had the barbed wire bat at one point and it ended up with Archer taking the one winged angel uh, for the loss. That's crazy, Um, because Kenny is not as big as he is, right? That's why I said it took four people. They had to kind of help him up on the shoulders. That's crazy. Um, You also, uh, on the topic of the Bullet Club slash Elite, they mentioned Bullet Club more than a few times last night, too. Um, But uh, the Young Bucks were a little shitty with the Good Brothers for interfering in the Battle Royal match because they were going to challenge them in the first place. But uh, they threw out a challenge. Uh, they want to defend the titles next week uh, against uh, Santana Ortiz, which should be a banger. Hell yeah! Uh, oh, uh, the opening match tonight was um, Darby uh, versus uh, Janella for the title. That was the opening match of the night. And it was actually a very good match. Awesome! So a lot of fun there. Um, I think that about does it for Dynamite, though. Um. The opening match of the women's eliminator tournament was Thunder Rosa and Lila Hirsch, which was a very good match, very solid match. I've been saying they need to Rosa stand went over, for a while. yes,
0: yeah. Leila's still green, obviously. She's getting her getting her, um, you know, levels in as a as a talent that's on screen, and they're using her well.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Putting her with um, really
0: top tier talent to work with, you know.
1: Uh, there was a match I forgot The Pac fought. Uh, Hollywood hunk, Ryan Nemeth, but I forgot the match because you could tell about how that went.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, about yeah. squash city, USA.
1: Yeah. Uh pot kicked him so many times I thought he may have actually been unconscious. Whoa. <laughs> like before he hit the black arrow. There was there was a legitimate pause where he kicked him a bunch of times on the ground. And I there was like this pause where he got up on he like was gonna reposition him to hit the arrow on him, like kind of moving him around yeah. in front of the turnbuckle and he, the dude just didn't move, and Pac just kind of stared at him for a couple seconds. Like, it was oh. kind of awkward, like... Uh, but he still went ahead to hit the move, so I'm guessing he was okay. But <laughs> it was a little weird. Um, we're still getting uh, some form of uh, Jurassic Express and FTR. Probably at Revolution, I would guess. Um I think to date, the only things announced for Revolution right now are the street fight and um, the... No, they, they moved the Shack match anyway, so it wasn't going to be on Revolution. That may be the only one that's officially announced. I don't remember off the top of my head. so But, I mean, it was fun. Dynamite always is. that The main event was, alone was worthwhile. Uh, again, loaded potato punch.
0: Oh, man. Loaded, mm-hmm. Using potatoes as a
1: weapon. Um, I did want to hit on something else before we got out of here, unless you had anything else for AEW and or dynamite.
0: Um, kind of my brain actually wanted to go to impact actually, because we I got, haven't been,
1: I haven't been following much. on well, impact, So you're going to take the reins on that one.
0: I'm mainly talking about one match and I, I was going to just quickly Google the no surrender card, uh, because I wanted, there's, there's a couple things that have been announced and I don't want to, you know, not give them the just dues. So, uh, one of the main matches that I do want to talk about from No Surrender that's coming up is this triple threat match. Do you know about the three way tag
1: match? Right, it's the it's the tag champs, which is Good Brothers uh, versus yep. uh uh Private Party. Yep. Versus I believe is it Lance uh, Lance Storm and uh, uh Lance Storm and. Not Chris Saban. Yep, Chris Saban. Oh, this is Chris Saban.
0: James Storm, though. James
1: Storm. Why did I say Lance Storm? Not Lance
0: Storm. Not the Canadian. Not that Canadian. Yeah. But yeah, it's a triple threat match. And I want to just put my two cents in here that this trip this match was only recently, as like literally Tuesday, made a triple threat match as we're going into the actual I car. Was,
1: I thought it was last week. They they'd announced it last week.
0: Maybe it was last week, but yeah. no no no,
1: it was well No, it was it was announced last week because that was when the uh when private party interfered in the match.
0: Well, no, the thing is, is that I thought they just made it. They just announced because the Private Party Good Brothers match was already at no surrender, and then they just right. added Saban and Storm.
1: They added, added Saban and Storm because Private Party interfered in a match to cause it to be, like... That's uh, right. They were in the ring,
0: yeah. and I am Okay, I got you. So anyways, I talk about this because it's interesting to me that you have a triple threat match where the titles can change hands and the Good Brothers don't lose. And I think that it is very plausible that Private Party actually is going to win the titles off of Saban and Storm so they can defend those titles against the Good Brothers at Revolution.
1: Could be. Because Uh, what a
0: bigger, holy SHIT moment than to have...
1: You're going to have to do that quick. It's going to be a quick turnaround, but I think it's possible, yeah.
0: yeah, I think it makes sense. I really do.
1: When is no surrender? What's what's Uh, the actual date on that? Saturday. Is it this weekend? Literally Saturday. Um, so
0: we're, we're talking about tomorrow. It's tomorrow, folks. Okay.
1: And then takeovers on Sunday. Yeah, the um, Vengeance Day. Right. Um, so it gives you, because uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Revolution is like the second or third weekend, or first or second weekend of March, I believe. I don't remember what the actual date is, but it roughly gives you about a little less than a month to get everything turned around if you want to do it that way, which is fine. Um, I did want to touch on A little bit of indie wrestling briefly uh, I just found out there is And I may be spoken for this weekend Because apparently they're doing another Josh Barnett's Bloodsport Two-night Ooh. event Which I'm all for I may have spent some money on But speaking of spending on money on independent wrestling We just got the announcement For the Collective 2021 Exciting uh, from, Yeah, I'm very excited If you remember Uh, I was all excited for the Collective 2020 back in April, which never happened. Yeah, you got super
0: kicked by COVID.
1: And then finally did happen in October. Uh, But they've announced they're going to run it uh, the Thursday and Friday prior to Mania weekend, which means uh, we're going to get two days of independent wrestling. And then I'm not sure if they're going to have a takeover. I don't. I'm assuming they'll have a takeover that weekend at some point. But then Mania... Uh, Saturday and Sunday night.
0: Will we, uh, AEW do counter programming?
1: I from a from a personal standpoint, where I would have to try to watch everything. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but I I'm, I'm considering taking a couple days off work to 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 watch this all. I said I was going to do that last uh, last year when they ran it in October. I mean, I should have done that. So I'm considering pretty heavily mm-hmm. if I can get things on my work schedule switched around, which funny how that works when you make your own schedule, um, that I might take that Thursday and Friday off to sit and watch Collective. There you go. Um, I do want to throw out that it's uh, not everybody's as excited about it as I am. Uh, just reading some of the comments on Twitter and on Cage Side and Facebook and all that. Sure primarily because we are still in the depths of covid and it is in florida
0: and you're like come and, on
1: well unfortunately even though i was excited and happy to have the collective back in october there were some positive tests that came out of that so they need to kind of tighten up their shop a little bit maybe um so far as i know there hasn't been any positive tests to come out of the fight forever event, which makes me think they may have gotten that act tightened up a little bit. So I'm happy for that. I do believe it is mass required. It is social distancing required like 20% ticket sales. I think only, uh, and I believe they're doing it outdoors. So they're, they are trying at least, but either way, uh, it is two full days of wrestling. Uh, and I do believe, I know they're running another blood sport. They're running another alley cats, hot, real hot girl shit. Effie's big gay brunch. Uh, we're getting into Janela's spring break. By the grace of God, I know for the culture, a lot of the same events that we've kind of gotten used to seeing over the last couple of big GCW events. Totally, but but those are they're never a letdown either. Do you think WrestleMania
0: so, will happen? WrestleMania too?
1: I I don't just because I haven't heard any word about it yet. Um, I follow Warhorse and Dan Haslem both on Twitter, and I have not heard a word to it yet. Um. Uh, Speaking of following War Horse on Twitter, the Retro Mania Wrestling uh, video game should be out at the end of this month, I do believe. Nice. Uh, a little bit of a 16-bit or 32-bit wrestling game.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. A lot, of your
1: favorite, a lot of your favorite indie stars. I'm on a 16-slash-32-bit kick myself. I've been playing some Sonic Spinball. We're in good shape. Nice. That's a game that deserves a remake, by God. It's un- underappreciated video game. Nice. But uh, yeah, it should be uh, a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it, and hopefully, I'll get to uh, take a four-day wrestle vacation.
0: That's the way, bro. That is the way. Awesome. I suffer,
1: man. I suffer for this show. You day, <laughs> hey,
0: we all suffer for this show, bro. So uh, yeah, man. No, you know, I'm looking forward to the upcoming wrestling WrestleMania season. We do have a lot of good stuff coming down the pipe. We do have a lot of interesting things that we don't have answers for yet, and we're going to be obviously seeing how things flesh out. You know, Revolution is an interesting time. That builds us obviously towards Double or Nothing, which is really their big blow-off before we get back around to your all-out. You
1: know, something that's interesting about Revolution specifically is that um, that is, like the, again, I think the first or second weekend in March, so we're about a month out. We still don't have a title match for it.
0: Yeah, because there's other shit at play. What about? Right.
1: I'm, no, I'm absolutely agreement with you. I'm just saying it's it's it bears watching Like there's going to be something happening here. Question,
0: not to say that. I'm I'm just theorizing. What if we got Kenny v. Ibushi v. Swan triple threat not match?
1: A, not a revolution. No. Not not a revolution. I think if they do Kenny and Kenny and Ibushi at all, at all,
0: Wrestle Kingdom,
1: uh, it, it'll either be Wrestle Kingdom or it'll be like all out or double or nothing. It's one of their
0: it's going to be Wrestle Kingdom. Hmm. It makes the most sense, honestly. More,
1: more, than, likely. more like, than likely.
0: I, I don't even, Yeah. But I meant and more I mean, meant that well, Triple Threat would be more interesting.
1: It would be that it depends. It really depends on what their agreement is because now you're ta- not just talking about an agreement between AEW and New Japan. Now you have an AEW, New Japan, and Impact. So it just depends on what the agreement is.
0: I have a thought. What if there' are not a lot has officially been announced because besides the few things that have been announced, we're going to get um, essentially a AEW v. Impact kind of invasion type thing. Swan versus Kenny, Good Brothers versus the Bucks.
1: What I what I kind of expect at this point. And this is this is just complete conjecture on my part, because of the way the world is. We know this is coming from Meltzer. We talked about it in the last show. There is an agreement in place between New Japan and and uh, and AEW, and that there is further things in the future that they want to do. They they do have plans in mind down the road but what's preventing those plans right now is still COVID. Yep. So anything that we're thinking of, anything that you and I want to dream up between the two of them is going to have to wait until the world's at least a more stable place. So Wrestle Kingdom may be the most accurate because that's the one that's the longest off. That's a year away. Wrestle Kingdom was just last month. So, I mean, we're looking at January or in December, early January next year, if we want to do it that way. So, What I could see is Impact doing an invasion angle, like you're saying, and that being the story behind maybe I don't know about Revolution because they need to build that quickly. They would need to get on a horse and start doing that soon. Or that could be the story coming out of Revolution and going into uh, Double or Nothing.
0: Absolutely.
1: Well, is it Double or Nothing installed or All Out first? Double
0: or Nothing is in May, All Out is in September.
1: Right. And then full gear is... uh, November. Yeah. So... I would say that may be your angle for All Out. Or for Double or Nothing, rather. Um, But I don't think you're going to start seeing real, like, significant crossing the borders between New Japan and AEW until probably full gear at the earliest. If we're lucky... If we're lucky, maybe all out. But that's that's not dependent upon wrestling. That's dependent on the rest of the world. Correct. So I could see them doing the impact thing and really expanding that before I see New Japan doing anything. Hey,
0: bro, can I i out live on the podcast right now, just between me and the hole in the wall? I'm just making this plan right now. Me, you, and my boy Javi are going to the first AEW in Chicago when that shit gets real and we can go back to the real world. I'm just I'm saying a, it here. I think that would be amazing. I'm down for it. I'm down for it. Make
1: a day, a weekend of it. Yep. We get to bring Mr. Linder up with us too. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, we could definitely do that. All right, Buckles. Well, I think this may be a good point to depart. I don't know if we have much to talk about outside of that.
1: I. Other than I, I, I the only thing I have left is just to scream my hole over and over and over again. That's the only thing I have left. That's all I have. Our
0: J.I.W. episode shorter than Shorty G right now.
1: I refuse to call it that because I refuse to acknowledge that name is in existence.
0: I feel you And on they've dropped
1: they've dropped it too. It's he's back to Gable. Yeah, so. that's fair. That's fair. But uh Um no, nah, I still like uh, far as episode title. I still like Macho Man Randy Otis.
0: Oh, I got you. I already got the episode title <laughs> locked in. Don't worry about that. But uh, I do want to thank everybody for checking out this week's episode. As always, you folks can check out the podcast in a multitude of places. I do ask you and encourage you to please go onto our YouTube or our Facebook. If you're going onto YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell. Make sure you never miss an episode. Every time we get a brand new episode going live, you're going to get notified right away. That way you can be involved in the conversation. Comment below. Share this out to the world. Make sure to go on that Facebook land, like the page, check out the video, post that video to your friends' wrestling groups because that's what we need. We need you guys to expand us out there, my friends. But also, you can check us out on these different podcasting platforms. Wherever you're listening to podcast services, pretty much, you can find the Journey into Comics Network. You're going to search on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Podbean. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and many others. As I said, just search Journey into Comics Network. This one feed of amazing shows is
1: all you'll need. And while you're doing that, you can also hop onto the Twitter feed.
0: You can definitely uh, hop onto that amazing Twitter feed.
1: Let's see if I can find it. I'm going to try to find it again. Is it down here this time?
0: It's not quite down there. It's like right Damn on it. your face, and I'm—I I was just oh, like—I no. was just like hip hop horning it, like.
1: Bow, bow, bow. Ah, I got you. So it's on my face. So it's an improvement. Okay. Um, okay. Now. So it's yeah, so on that on uh, that at jiw jiw on jic on Twitter, uh, live tweeting Raw and SmackDown. Join in, make the shows more enjoyable. Come on, for the love of God, please help me. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
0: So, folks, I will also encourage you, if you are doing any of the things we said previously for the Journey Into Comics Network for Journey Into Wrestling, and you are a music fan, check out my new show, Rank em All Podcast. You can get that on all those podcasting platforms and on YouTube. Right now, we are currently in the midst of ranking the entire Metallica discography. And today, if you're watching our show, it's Friday. It's happy freaking Friday. Guess what? It's,
1: it's WandaVision Day.
0: It's WandaVision Day, and it's the day we are releasing master of puppets so go check us out talking about one of the greatest metal
1: albums of all time there one of the greatest one of the greatest albums of all time but only the second greatest metal album oh well i couldn't get on the rank them. all so i will make my opinion heard
0: <laughs> i like that you're making your opinion heard uh, i won't spoil where it actually ends up on the master rank because we're going to save that for the big reveal in april but um
1: ride the lightning or die
0: i love that RTL or D yep I feel you man so uh, I think that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Journey into Wrestling this has been Journey into Wrestling season 5 for the last time episode 17 that's gonna get confusing next week but you guys will see how that all works this has been Macho Man Randy Otis oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. using a potato as a weapon I've been Nate
1: I'm still Buckles.
0: And we will see you folks later. Join Dark Order.